0: Hey, Brad. What's going on, Adam? I got some exciting news. Holy crap, they're making a Mighty Ducks 4?
1: (laughs) No, but now I'm just really upset that they're not.
0: Oh, they should.
1: The exciting news is that beginning Wednesday, August 10th, exclusive About Last Night episodes will be airing on TuneIn. That's right, featuring just Brad and Adam, the original OGs. I know you guys love... The alien episodes that feature amazing celebrity guests, actors, musicians, incredible people with amazing stories. But starting Wednesday, August 10th, for 12 weeks, Brad and I will be releasing episodes with just Brad and I. Cool. I like those
0: guys. It's going to be great. Uh, and where can people get these episodes, Brad? They can get these exclusive episodes on the website, tunein.com slash Night. That's T U N E i n dot slash about last night or you can download the tune in app type in t u n e i n and get the TuneIn app to stream these exclusive episodes. Or we also have a player available on aboutlastnightpodcast.com. You can go to aboutlastnightpodcast.com, click on the TuneIn player, and stream the episodes live from there. We can't emphasize this enough. These are exclusive episodes to only onlytunein.com. You can't get these anywhere else.
1: Only available to users of the TuneIn platform. New episodes of Just Brad and Adam. Doing the About Last Night podcast, no guests, just Brad and Adam.
0: Oh, well, maybe Al Pacino he will come in and have a couple of appearances.
1: (laughs) And preview his upcoming episode of The Pacino Attempt.
0: The Pacino Attempt coming this fall. What was it? You kiss you. And then you kiss
1: you. (laughs) That's every Wednesday starting August 10th on TuneIn, Brad and Adam exclusive About Last Night podcast episodes. You love it. You want it. And you can get it starting Wednesday, August 10th. And now enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night Podcast with me, Adam Ray. And me, Brad Williams. <laughs> you went super high with your voice right there. I don't know what I'm talking that about. That was very dwarfy of you. Okay. <laughs> I grew grew. Greetings, About Last Night Podcast listeners. It's your boy, Adam Ray. I got a question for you. Do you guys travel? I'm sure you do. Everybody travels. Well, not everybody. Sometimes people stay in their basement and play Xbox all day. Well, that's fine. But someday, you're going to get out, and you're going to get out on an airplane. And when you travel, like Brad and I do, almost every weekend, you run into some issues, right? Especially with your luggage. Sticky wheels, dead cell phones. Well, there's a company out there that is solving those problems and much more. We got involved with a luggage company called Away. you probably heard of them because they're kind of blowing up. What they do, they sell first-class luggage at a coach price. What do I mean by that? I mean, Away uses high-quality materials, like other brands, but at a much lower price because they cut out the middleman and sell it directly to you. They've got three sizes in their luggage, carry-on, medium, or the large. And all these suitcases are made with premium German polycarbonate materials, which makes them super strength, super durable. They have an interior patent-pending compression system, which is helpful if you like to overpack like I do, four 360-degree spinner wheels, so it's always a smooth ride. That, for me, is always a big issue with a bag when I get it jammed up, when I'm trying to rush from terminal to terminal, trying to get my Quiznos, not miss my flight. Uh, They've also got a TSA-approved combination lock built into the top of the bag to prevent theft, and a removable washable laundry bag. That keeps dirty clothes separate from your clean clothes. The biggest thing for me that Away really provides is that it can charge your iPhone, tablet, iPad, anything that uses a USB cord. There's also a lifetime warranty, so if anything breaks, they'll replace it or fix it for you for life. For life, what? There's a 100-day trial, so you can try it out, live with it, vibe with it, travel with it, Instagram it. And if at any point you're not into this bag Send it back for a full refund No questions asked That's a bold move And that means they're confident in their product And Brad and I have them both And we've been using them for months And it's dope Free shipping on the away order Within the continental US And it's well priced $225 And it's well priced at only $225 A piece of luggage did not cost more than your plane ticket Did I mention it has the ability To charge your phone up to five times What other bag can do that? A lifetime of luggage happiness awaits you, so go to awaytravel.com slash ALN and use promo code ALN to get $20 off your order right now. That's awaytravel.com slash ALN. Promo code ALN during checkout to get $20 off your order. Get that dope bag. Get that new bag. They're blowing up. Get on that train before before they just sell out, and then you can't have a cool bag. You don't want to be that guy. Hey, hey, I, I want a cool bag. Well, you should have you ordered an away bag, motherfucker. All right, now enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night Podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Hey, everybody, it's Adam Ray. Hey, it's Brad Williams this time. Thanks for coming to do an intro. Darn right. This is the best. Uh, welcome to a brand new episode of the About Last Night Podcast. Thanks for listening. Happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. I know I did. I watched King Griffey Jr. have his jersey retired.
0: That's so. Then for people that aren't in Seattle, that's like the biggest day in Seattle's history, right? It's a huge day.
1: Hey, Ricky you know. Henderson was there. Gary Payton was there. Willie Mays and Hank Aaron sent video tribute messages. No kid, did I cry? Yeah. Was my mom and dad there with me? Yeah. Wow, that's a big deal. Together? Yeah, they've been around each other before, but in a social setting like that, like going together, like it was pretty dope. And then two of my buddies from high school, Adam French and Chris DeLeon, came with. Dude, it that's was amazing.
0: Like, that's like your dream. Yeah. Uh, Griffey celebration, parents together. With the folks, yeah. my friends there. My
1: buddy goes, What if your dad gets drunk and proposes again? <laughs> I was like, Hey, hey he's not hey, drinking.
0: Hey, Putin, look up on the big board. <laughs> oh
1: my God. They did have those mid game proposals, which are always oh so terrible, always a in my opinion. Fuck. But the game was incredible. Uh, great to be home with the fam. Yeah, man. And, uh, and now we got a brand new app. We've got
0: quite a few shows stacked coming up. Yeah. Because uh, now. You're in town for a little bit. I'm in town. And then uh, you're, you, you got a little bit of time with Mad, although it's tough to fit these in. But uh, hey. But we, we're doing it. We got to do it. Hey, we might be a little more
1: tired than normal. Don't but, care. But we're going to power through. That's what coffee's for. That's what crack's for. I mean. That's what co- Wait. That's what coffee's for.
0: Coffee. Okay. Yeah.
1: Don't talk about you know what the though? crack. I realize sometimes when I say things like that, I know that it's a joke. But like, Right. There's always... Depending on how much time you spend on that joke or how quickly you move from it, there could be somebody that's like, I think he
0: does crack. (laughs) The way he said that did not sound very jokey. Great. Now people are going to come up to us after the show. Hey, we got what you like. You're like, wait, what? Pop-tarts? Yeah, pop-tarts. If that's that's what we're calling it. DuckTales on DVD? (laughs) I mean, that's the weirdest name for crack I've ever heard, but (laughs) all right, sure. It's long.
1: (laughs) Uh, Today's episode is a fun one because it's somebody who... Uh, really made a nice splash in the comedy scene. He's been around. Today's episode is someone you may or may not know. He's very well known in the comedy community. Hell yeah! A comedy store regular, a comics comic,
0: mm-hmm. um, a. Someone who's been grinding in the business for 14, uh, years. 14
1: years. 14
0: years and finally getting a little bit of fame with his appearance on The Roast Battle. Yeah,
1: he uh, is a staple of the critically acclaimed Roast Battle show that just uh, had a nice little run on Comedy Central. Yeah. My boy Brian Moses, Jeff Ross producing, uh, crushed it on, on Comedy Central, really got to see what we've all been seeing for, for years now in the, the belly room at the Comedy Store here in L.A., and Earl is a a integral part of that show uh, in the belly room, and now he got to be a part of the battle, uh, battling Jimmy Carr, uh, beating Jimmy
0: Carr, beating Jimmy
1: Carr. That's it was the in the thing. finals yep. against Sarah Tiana. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, I'm sure it's all on cc.com. Yep. Go back and watch. Common Central App. Do that. Uh, he's a great dude well, off stage. Cool. He's- yeah. He's a great dude off stage, he's a great dude on stage. We're talking about the one and only
0: Earl Skakel. Earl Skakel. And Yay. I tell you man, Earl's been a Earl's been a friend of both of ours, but we did some research on the guy, found out some amazing things yeah. which, which you're going to hear in this podcast in terms of who his family is, the uh, sort of the family connection to the Kennedy family. Yeah, where he grew up. Uh it, it's, Really, some amazing stuff. Uh, him and I kind of bonded about pro wrestling while your I eyes out. rolled in the back of your <laughs> yeah. head. <laughs> yeah. But those were always fun moments for
1: me. And Earl also shared like a really sweet uh, insight into how the battle uh, came to be, his involvement with it. Yep. And then, you know, some really. Uh, you know, him talking about not being a traditional joke writer or roast writer. Yeah. Uh, and so having to find other ways to really make his mark. And, and then we just talk about roasting in general and, and the comedy store in L.A. And uh, Earl shares some some sweet advice for young comics as well as a story about taking Viagra that, that is fucking unbelievable.
0: you got to hear this. Uh, follow Earl on Twitter uh, and also listen to his podcast. He's Earl Skakel on Twitter. E a r l s k a k e l Earl Skakel on Twitter. Listen to listen to his podcast. And uh, what's his
1: podcast called?
0: Inappropriate Earl.
1: There it is. I listen to it. I love it. Uh, Follow me on Twitter much. at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow Brad on Twitter at Funny at ALN Podcast for the podcast at ALN Podcast on Instagram. Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. Adam Thirty Three on Instagram. Astoremerchandise for all your ALN merch mugs, hat, shirts, posters. Uh, All Stickers Stickers coming soon Oh I'm I, getting a stickers I, The sweet. ET stickers
0: Oh nice We need them I'm putting it on my car Yes Cars, backpacks Hell yeah Butts uh, Put them uh, anywhere Sure uh, s- Sneaking on your roommate having sex slap it, up, slap it on his butt Yeah Promote the podcast
1: <laughs> uh, If you haven't begun to iTunes yet And subscribe Do it right now Give us a five star rating Click on that fifth star Comment on the iTunes page Helps us climb the charts mm-hmm. And continue to Uh to bring you guys dope shows, so many great uh, episodes in the can. Uh, Mad TV cast members are coming through shortly. Which, by the way, new episode tomorrow night, nine PM eight Central on the CW. Check it out. The Keep clips are it. the clips are uh, coming online uh, shortly after. So uh, share those. Um, shoot me some tweets. Let me know how you're digging the show. Appreciate you watching. Now, Brad Williams, tour dates. You're traveling. Yeah. Where are you going to be?
0: Uh, Buffalo, New York. I'm coming to eat some wings and do some comedy. Helium Comedy Club, August 11th through the 13th at Helium Comedy in Buffalo. And then Tampa Bay, I'm coming to you, August 18th through the 21st. I will be at the Improv in Tampa Bay for all other tour dates. I'm I'm booked way into 2017. BradWilliamsComedy.com. See when I'm coming to you. Say hi. Love it when you tell me that you're a podcast listener.
1: That is really the best.
0: And Is free. Fans in
1: general are great, but when you come up and you're like, I love this app, I love this app, I love the pod, here's my shirt, time my tits. We're like, we love. All of that, yeah, because it makes uh, it makes it more real. Seeing a face-to-face fan is, is always the best. Come see me. Uh, I'm in town uh, up until September 2nd, September 3rd and 4th. I'll be at Bumbershoot in Seattle, Washington doing yes. shows. I'll post those shows on my website, adamraytv.com, which has all my tour dates, filling up the fall schedule, coming to Erie, Pennsylvania, Rochester, New York, Tempe Improv, Las Vegas, oh. um some more dates on the way, so check AdamRayTV.com for all those dates. Now that we got the dates out of the way, those are the Twitter handles, those are the tour dates, that's all the merch info, that's the Mad TV info, and now sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the one and only Earl Skakel. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down? You want no podcast, during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. You're a no headphone guy.
2: Yeah, dude. I mean, look at the size not- of my head. <laughs>
0: like stretch out your head. Yeah, you, you and I both, man. Like, yeah. I. I don't know if you had this happen. I had this happen all the time when I when I was a kid. Like, I would break headphones. Like, yeah. I would want to listen to kids' CD players. Who are like, oh, I got the new uh, uh, Crisscross album. Well, why did I say Crisscross? Whatever. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I want to listen to that. And Then I would I would put their I would put on their headphones and just snap them.
2: I mean, I couldn't wear uh, hockey helmets when I played because uh, I had to take the padding out. No shit. Yeah. I have a huge head Huge Have you always had a big head? Yeah <laughs> I mean my mom's pussy Was stretched out <laughs> Yeah That
1: wasn't what we, I was asking do, Are we on oh, right yeah, now? yeah oh, man so we're just getting into yeah, it or We have uh, a yeah. whole section Of the podcast Where we talk about Your mom's pussy so. Well
2: it was sizable I mean,
0: not, I mean not just the guests Like specifically Your mom's pussy Every episode
2: Okay, whatever. I mean, you know, whatever gets me uh, airtime. <laughs> does it ever, does it? Have you ever
1: gotten to a point to where... I remember being in the sixth grade, and when I first started to receive, like, Your Mama So Fat jokes from older statesmen. You know, like, kids are like... Like, they were eighth graders when I was in sixth grade, but we'd be all playing basketball on the same court in the summertime, and when they threw a Your Mama So Fat
2: joke, I actually got upset about it, even though these guys never even see my mom. I mean, I didn't get too upset because I realized I had more money than anyone in my school. <laughs> So
0: well, I mean that helps. Always. I guess.
2: Huh? Suck is, this, it. is this that
1: Kennedy connection?
2: No, the scakels have way more money than the Kennedys. What? So, oh shit! Yeah. This is no whole fact? story. Yeah, I mean you know my dad's company was the largest uh, privately owned company in the world for a, a long time uh, until like the internet freakers came in. And oh uh, no shit! But he went deep. He lost a lot of his money. It was an oil graphite company.
0: Yeah. Because and, like uh, when I was doing some when I was doing some research for this interview yeah I do my research what's yeah, up I, bet, uh, I, yeah, uh, I I saw all these like <laughs> when I, you, you type in Skakel it's like all this like uh, Kennedy
2: connection yeah. and like how, how are you guys connected to the Kennedys my aunt is Ethel Kennedy who is the who married mm, Robert Kennedy the second brother who got killed Oh no! Shit, that's your aunt. So it's just my marriage. So it's okay. not that big of a deal to me. But uh, last week, every person I roasted was, hey, or Kennedy, or this, or that. Right, right, right. Yeah, well, target. I, well, I mean, because I mean, you're 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 a difficult person to roast because you're just a
0: tall, good-looking white guy.
2: But uh, <laughs> with no success, so it's like you can't. Joke yeah, but with-
1: how long can you, I mean? And I mean, also, everyone measured success Deverly. And what, what? Uh, how many jokes of those can you take before you're like, "All right, dude"? Like,
2: what? Like, I mean, I know it's common. A- yeah. So, like you, if you do Roast Battle, people would probably joke about, say, Mad TV. Yeah. And other shows you've been on. Sim, yeah. your Netflix special. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: well, this. Showtime, but whatever. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. shit. Well, there you go. Sorry. There's the My joke. <laughs>
2: best. <laughs> best. <laughs> I was trying to palm on the DL. <laughs> I'm doing uh, the wrong uh, plugs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, so people go off after always stuff that's
2: right, like. Right. Stuff that you. Oh, well, you've been on a ton of shows. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, I, Showtime I, special. Yeah.
0: I would imagine they would probably go after, like, uh, like. It, if I was roasting me, like, because I was Benicio's opener for four years, so I yeah, yeah that would there, be a point. Yeah,
2: yeah, there's probably some stuff there Get that and sure, you know, physically they can go after you, you know, like with w- me. Wait, well, what are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? Well, if you saw the Ralphie May, uh, you know, uh, roast <laughs> last week, it got ugly fast. <laughs> it well, did. Wait, but like p- p- people go after me physically? Do I have anything people w- weird physically
0: about me? Right, I had to break this to you, but
2: What? <laughs> George Perez went after me. <laughs> And he put you into the joke. He <laughs> really, said, what? Earl looks like a stretched out Brad Williams. <laughs> wow.
0: I mean, we do. <laughs> we, do yeah. we do. both have I, large foreheads. <laughs> now that I, now that I'm looking at it, that's I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. I mean, I, I that that just means you 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 and I are two very extremely good looking men. <laughs> I think we are. I mean, you know, yeah, we do all right. How we do you even? The, both played hockey. That's manly yeah. sport. Oh, that's you know, right.
2: So you can't get any more manly than, huh? Yeah. You really can't. We're both pro wrestling fans. Well, that's the real deal. Though. I
0: mean, you're pretty much my tall doppelganger.
2: Yeah, I mean, we are like maybe you came out of my mom's pussy. Too. That's why I, <laughs> That's how big it is. We both came out at the same time. Next you- time
0: on the on the WB's brand new sitcom, yeah. maybe you came out of my mom's pussy. Yeah, or my mom's
1: pussy.
2: Yeah, <laughs> there's worse on the air. On this week's my mom's pussy. S- janine i'm telling you there's what the guy from man versus food was up at the comedy store you know the guy who just yeah, eats yeah like yeah, eight yeah. pound yeah, burgers i love that show and i said hey dude i got an idea for a show if you don't? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was joking around like, he's like what is it man i'm like you have a competitive eating show called man versus toilet <laughs> <laughs> and it airs right after man versus food and he didn't say no he was like well, what's the premise like wow and so i told him the premise you have 12 porta potties lined up with a scale at the bottom and whoever shits the least gets kicked off the show and he's saying, wow <laughs> and then he just walked <laughs> there's always a lot of the
1: i mean the comic store might be one of the most frequented places by celebrities that you just don't expect to see out. I saw Brian McKnight there once, and I told him I loved the song Back at One. And he goes, everybody does, man, and walked away. And I go, well, that was not the encounter I was hoping to have. Also, maybe next time just don't go up to them. Like, let, you know, you forget that, like, they're there just to hang out and see comedy. Unless they're coming with you and you already have, you know, a built-in friendship.
2: But it's hard to not go up to them. Like, Right, they're on your turf. Like, yeah. you know, I saw Matthew Modine, and he's with Kirk Fox, and I just walked. I didn't hesitate for two seconds and walked right up to him and said, Loved you in private school, <laughs> which is like his first movie ever. Yeah. Just, <laughs>
0: How often yeah. does he hear that yeah. every day? <laughs> it's like Tom Cruise
2: will stop an interview if you bring up Losing It, that movie he did. <laughs> oh, wow. About four kids going to Tijuana. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. He literally will walk out what? of What? And that was private school, was Matthew Modine's uh, Losing <laughs> It. <laughs> Hey, we all we,
0: we, we all have those. I've, I've brought up on the podcast that I, that I was in a stellar uh, straight-to-TV Christmas movie called Hercules Saves Christmas. Hey, whatever, man. That, it's work. Whatever, it's work, dude. That's right, man. Hey, that's right. If you ever want to see Brad Williams in an elf costume, Hercules Saves Christmas, or just come by my house around the holidays. I'm, I'm literally wearing that
2: thing all the time. Yeah, you really are. Yeah. Earl, does your mom love your comedy?
1: You joke about her pussy, but does she know that
2: you're... <laughs> Well, uh, I think she does, but uh, my parents died two months apart in '98. Jesus. So, Wait, yeah. Did, it's a great, job, great story, though. They love, yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> All right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> fucking. All heck. right. Well, uh, no. Uh, my parents, you know, they don't love alive? each other anymore,
1: but so oh, it's, really? like, it's like they died.
2: <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> their love for each other yeah. died. Well, you know, it happens to everyone. <laughs> are your parents still alive? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, together. Yeah. Okay.
0: I guess I'm just happy. Do you feel comfortable <laughs>
1: talking about it? Oh yeah. yeah. I
2: mean, they died two months apart. Uh, From what? Um, see, Dad. Uh, he, uh, well, Mom died first. She didn't believe in going to see doctors, so cancer. <sighs> uh, she- just ate, literally ate her alive. Okay. Uh, but uh, you know, it's what happens when you smoke like three packs a day and okay. Coke. We had a separate refrigerator for her soda. Are you see, so I don't know what's in Coke, but I know it, it's not vitamins. So. <laughs> talking about Coca Cola, yeah, yeah, Coca Cola. Yeah. Yeah. Unless
0: yeah. they want to sponsor this podcast, in yeah. which case, drink a nutritious,
2: delicious Coca Cola no, Classic today. How dare you! <laughs> While watching uh, Brad's uh, special on <laughs> <Yeah>. Showtime, <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. And, and and Dad was shortly after that, and uh, uh, Mad TV.
1: I died from knowing the reboot was coming,
2: yeah. He's like, Fuck, I know <laughs> 2016. I think he died ben, with Miss Swan, and I, so will I. <laughs> I Bench Warmers killed him in 2006. <laughs> you, you were they, in that movie, weren't you? I was, yeah. yeah. You, were, you were actually great in that. I mean, it was like a five second scene, doesn't
1: so. matter. You were in it, you're you in have it, good, oh, yeah. Earl, can I be honest? You, you pop off the screen uh, very naturally.
2: And I got blamed for the movie. I was 39th in the credits as Porta Potty Guy. <laughs> when well, you don't even have a name yeah. and it's just like okay. Porta Potty Guy. Yeah, and, more and, reason to build a
0: backstory. Yeah,
2: and blamed for what? But the guy in the L.A. Times review said, "How good could a movie be with a character like Porta Potty Guy in it?" Hey, that sounds Dang. like fucking you know buzz what? to me.
0: You stood out. Yeah,
2: I did. I mean, not your average Porta Potty right. Guy yep. would
0: would, he, would even get a mention. Yeah,
2: and you know, I was reunited with my castmate David Spade last week in Montreal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and, and he, well, he uh, voted for me and he loves of the battles. you. Uh, you know, not really. I think he just didn't, uh, you know, know what the hell was going on. So. <laughs> Those judges did seem a little aloof. I think Kevin Hart got the he had the most fun with it. Yep, sure. And then uh, Whoopi, you know, she faded in and out of having fun. And okay, what am I watching? Uh, Jasmine like killed it. Uh, sure. And then Sarah Silverman and Judd Apatow were great too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to get all into the roast stuff, but I do want to just know, like, st- so you grew up? Um, grew up in Bel Air, right? Uh, it's a great story when I tell people that they just assume I'm loaded mm-hmm. uh, my dad bought the house in the 60s when Bel Air was no nicer of a neighborhood than say Culver City yeah mm-hmm. and then there was the Bel Air fire which destroyed every home in Bel Air but ours because my dad even though he wasn't Jewish he had like 50 water hoses running uh, it, he saved the house and oh, then shit, it grew up into the Bel Air it is today but we were like the Adams family in Bel Air, like you know, we had like thirty dogs running around, uh, pigs, ducks. Uh, you uh, had a farm in Bel Air, essentially, not really. I mean, it was definitely not. Uh, was the Fresh Prince based on you? Well, here's the thing: <laughs> yeah. I was when my dad was a businessman, so mm-hmm. we had a black dude named Leroy Prince, uh, who basically <laughs> okay. was our we uh, he was our caretaker, butler slash, you know, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call. Yeah. It. And I got pulled over more times when he was taking me to school. Cause you got to understand, it's the '70s in Bel Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have a black dude driving a green Dodge Charger, you Christ. know, all ghettoed out. Right, right, right. And a white kid in the back. So there, we, and they would pull him over. Uh, probably ten times that I can recall, and, oh, and asking what? Asking. They him. would take him out, take him out, of the, him out of the, out of the car as a mm-hmm. kid, and the officer more times than not would go, Miss. Do you know this guy? No way. Yeah. No way. i am like, miss, what are you talking about, dude? You know, and... Uh, Do you know this guy? So they thought that you were being kidnapped. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, mean, was the 70s a big kidnap era?
2: Well, it wasn't a big black era in Bel Air. I right. mean, you okay. had two pe- black people in Bel Air, to my knowledge. Kareem, who lived right down the street, and OJ, who was my neighbor. What? And OJ was awesome, man. What? He throw me the football, like... Not like every day, but like, he would hey, man, you know, you got that Steeler shirt on. You know, you got to wear a Bills shirt, brother. And no I'm like, kidding? Yeah. You, my, grew,
0: you grew up essentially with OJ? Like like, yeah. like,
2: like how old were you? I was, you know, uh, probably in, from birth to like 12 years old. He oh, that's in prime Berlin. kid oh, sports yeah. fandom. Yeah. So you're looking at this guy. I know like, who he was, but I yeah. was a Steeler guy it, my dad knew the owner. So every <laughs> year okay. they would win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I'd get a game used Super Bowl ball from Art Rooney Sr. What? Autographed by the whole team. Now, if you're familiar with the Steelers in the 70s, they had nine Hall of Famers. Yeah. Which is insane. That's, right. Nine. Hasn't back. been done. 22. That's incredible. Steel Curtain Defense, yeah, uh, Terry Bradshaw. Uh, Swans, Stallworth. Yeah. Uh, Franco Harris, uh, right, Rocky right, 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 Blyer. Right, right. uh, Mel Blunt, the cornerback, I think. And uh, that was uh, like, what, they, they won four? three out of five four, years or something? Four out of six. Wait, four, Mel Blunt four. or Mel Blank, the voice of... Mel Blank Bunny was also a okay. cornerback on the Steelers. <laughs> right, okay. He was real t- small so he could get into those holes. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: And, so and so would,
2: what do you think
1: as a kid living in Bel Air? Like, are, do you have a, a a skewed just perception of reality because that's like yeah, such I mean, a nice way of living? But like, you're so normal and well-adjusted.
2: Well, I mean, my mom uh, raised me that there's always someone better than you yep mm-hmm. so uh, even though my parents were say upper middle class you know our next door neighbor was howard keck who is one of the most uh, oil man yeah uh, i was, was gonna keck say keck i oil, know usc yeah. he has something right. to do with usc
0: yeah there's a the keck, the keck center i'm not sure what they yeah. do there but when you have a building named after yeah. you at a USC, usc you probably did okay
2: you uh I mean, he's a bazillionaire. Yeah. uh, So uh, we definitely weren't in that category. Sure. And it's like being a comic. Like, as funny as you know, we all are or whatever, there's always someone who's doing maybe a little better. Like, there's Russell Peters. <laughs> Who just... but he's but no killing one, it. Yeah, but no one's doing better than him. He, he's, like, the one guy that could right. be like, yeah,
0: I'm good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he might feel... He could be a dick because
2: I don't <laughs> think anyone's doing better than him. You know, Jimmy Carr is doing great in the UK and, yeah.
1: and other areas. So. Yeah, so where are you getting your, your comedy influence in Bel-Air? Like, what are you... Uh, you know, where are you starting to get any sort of interest in stand-up or, or did you do plays? Did you... Were where the performing... Uh, Come
0: from?
2: Uh, I loved All in the Family as a kid, and Archie there Bunker to me was just like, even though he's not a comic, uh, I was like, wow, I love this guy.
0: Well, that I mean, but he he he's not a stand up in the traditional sense, but a lot a lot of the stuff he would say would be sort of joke, but like it, it, they were definitely sort of stand up pre- uh, yeah. premises and revolutionary stuff. Like it, it seems tame when you watch it now because we have such. Ex- such extremes on television but when you go back and watch those all in the family episodes it, it, a they hold Amazing. up oh yeah. yeah they totally hold up and then you and then if you would compare them to essentially the brady bunch you're like
2: this, this is the edgiest thing that was on that was on television i mean uh for the time it was like don rickle's cd from uh i think 68 live at the sands mm-hmm. uh if you listen to it it seems tame now but like He's talking about black guys in the back of the room going, hey, have a nice summer. You know, because this is right in the riots. We're going right. down. And like, you know, hey, if you see teeth, it's not an ivory hunt. You know. It's what? Just like, Holy shit. Now, it probably some kid would be like, what's funny about that? Right. Say that in 68, you know. Right, like, exactly. But, so. I mean,
0: people still live. It, 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 it's weird how much people don't know about, like, we all look at Don Rickles as a god. Oh, my God. And then, like, I have a picture with Don in my in my place, and people will see it and be like, "Oh, is that your granddad?" And I'm like, "I fucking wish."
2: Oh my god,
0: I'd be living in Bel Air if
2: that was my granddad. Holy shit! I used to play golf with his uh, son Larry, who uh, is really sad, passed away. But uh, Larry Rickles had one of the great sports achievements in the history of the world when uh, he uh, the first hole of Bel Air Country Club. He was probably shooting about a 17 by the time he got to the green. Put the ball in the sand trap and hold it out for a nice score of 18 on the first hole. It was really <laughs> one, the shot heard around the world. <laughs>
0: that, that, that takes a lot.
2: I mean, to shoot an 18, it takes on one some hole. effort. Yeah. some But to hole out your a 17th shot. <laughs> most on, most memorable hole of <laughs> his life. Swish. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's like you couldn't do it, you know. So, RIP, <laughs> so now, Larry. A lot of death on this. It's uh,
0: all right. No,
1: we're easing into. Uh, to the you know yeah to the real stuff what mm-hmm. and now I mean was OJ funny like who around you I would say it was funny like, <laughs> but <laughs> who like uh, like parents were they crack jokes like you we, everyone gets it somewhere from within right like first like
2: yeah I mean uh, the fourth grade play I remember I had one line and it got a huge laugh And like an applause break And I'll, I'll never forget it And uh, it was just uh, These two girls I was One Cup? Moon, man. Were you the yeah. director and Two Girls One Cup the, the musical? I was the gaffer.
1: Before the video
0: ever hit yeah, I sure. held a
1: boom mic I knew the video was based off Of an original play
0: Yeah yeah, yeah. It's, well, Based I on mean, the little push by Sapphire yeah.
2: yeah yeah. I mean you know I was just trying to make it back then What I was, was the play? It was uh, called Take It in the Ass Fire <laughs> You know,
0: oh, the uh, sequel
2: to take that. Uh, yeah. Like, can yeah, I be yeah. Taking the Ass one through four. No, one
0: and yeah.
1: two were uh, were phenomenal. It's like Beethoven's one and Beethoven's second. Absolutely, three and four missed
2: the mark. Oh, I mean, how they dare had you? me at one. <laughs> <laughs> they had me at hello when the girl opened the door up. And- It is crazy the sequels they do in porn. I don't watch porn because you don't. I really don't. In all seriousness, I've never really watched it. It's the now. What does that mean? Never really? I mean, I've seen a porn. Of course, yeah. uh, You're a person. Well, I got a high. I got a really nice TV to be honest with you. It's like 75 (laughs) inches, 4K programming and all that bullshit. Uh, So what do you? So okay. So I mean, to see a porn in that, it's just not appealing to me. when a girl's uh, vagina looks like. That thing Boba Fett fell into.
0: the pit of sarlacc why the the fuck do i know that because you love star wars yeah
2: yeah, just the first three which were the middle three but like sure but whatever lucas is who gives a (laughs)
1: fuck wait so what was your one line in this play
2: uh they asked me if i wanted cookies and i was playing the milkman i'm like yeah sure in a Dateline NBC episode, yeah. what yeah. was it? Well, well, yeah, so it's the, well. I, I don't want to mention names, but uh, you know, there's a couple of comics out there who probably could appear on that show. But uh, comics are animals, man. I know. It's just the biggest bunch of. Pigs I probably,
1: ever. I'm sure, I know who you're talking about. I mean, like word tr- travels quick in this uh, in our little world of.
2: Yeah, I mean, even yeah.
1: just right now, there's something going on with I just saw today with um, Oh right. Matt Rife and uh, Um Oh Brandon the, Wardell, yeah, some Vine Star.
2: Uh, oh yeah, the gay guy. Well so Matt
1: Reif, I guess, uh posted something and Brandon Wardell, both young comics, like sent something to Matt, like poking fun at his uh the fact that he looks like Bieber essentially. Yeah, yeah. He's a you know, young, good looking kid. And so in yep. Brandon's um you know, uh Hoked fun at him and uh, and Matt challenged him to a face on face face on face. <laughs> a- that was the,
0: that that was the prequel to taking <laughs> the ass taking <laughs> the ass five was face on
1: face on face Yeah, so he challenged <laughs> him to a, to a one on one in person fight uh, and uh, Brand didn't show up, but then got all of these other people on Twitter and a lot of people, and he has a substantial amount of followers, I guess, to. Berate Matt and dig up old tweets that he did when he was 15 that were, you know, not favorable. But yeah. it was, what, 12 years ago, I think. Matt's 22 at least, I think. So digging up old shit and now everyone's just blasting him and and um, kind it's of crazy, ruining you know? his. yeah So it's, it's a- I have no real opinion on it um, because I don't
0: have all the facts. But I also, it, 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 I don't know, man. I, I, it's always just weird to me that you're always like one send button away oh, from yeah. essentially ending your career.
2: But I look at Faverman and uh, that whole thing with yeah. the uh, fat shaming. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, you know, is the girl right for airing it out? Was he right for you know saying what he said? It's like yeah, what is the move? there? There's two sides. It's. I mean, uh, I think he always, uh,
1: you know, favor in the side of the person getting
2: berated, right? Yeah, and we'll look at Leslie Jones and like the, the mm-hmm. just the horrible things that are said about her, and like I'm even going through a little bit of it. With Jimmy Carr fans, like wow. yeah. well, nothing like too traumatic, overly yeah. not, nothing like what Leslie's going through. No. But uh, because
1: they don't understand that it's a roast battle, or they just don't like that somebody they don't know the way they know Jimmy
2: is. Taking well, I think a they piss. thought Jimmy won, mm. and uh, but also yeah. let
0: uh, what are you what are you, what are you supposed to do when the judges say that Earl's the winner?
2: Yeah. Are, are you supposed to like be like actually no? The, uh, Jimmy what yeah. uh, No, I I, I don't want to move on. Uh, yeah. Uh, you
0: know what? This multi-multi-millionaire many times over,
2: he deserves it. You know. I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I've <laughs> never... I've been in a room with Jimmy Kimmel once. Yeah. And he started the judging. Uh, basically said, uh, I don't like Jimmy Carr reading from the clipboard as yeah? much. Uh, and it, you
0: very smartly your first joke was to come out (laughs) with with a clipboard and then just chuck it i don't need this bitch yeah (laughs) dude that was that's what i love too about
1: i mean when i you know toy, i saw you when you roasted jesse joyce and it was like there was a whole nother like level to your shit of not just these great jokes and delivery but like you really made it a performance which i have to like, you know, mm.
2: I don't really write great roast jokes. I mean, Jesse Joyce is, like, Comedy Central's number one roast writer. Yeah, like yeah. For the Rob Lowe roast, he probably got the first call. Hey, this is, you know, August 27th, start writing. And
0: Sure, we've had him on this podcast, yeah. and he, like, just going
2: through, Quick. Going through his resume and
0: so yeah. fast. So, yeah, th- so, so. Th- so to go up against that guy, you've got to... You've got to play to your strengths.
2: Now, does yeah. anybody tell you that, or is yeah. that just something you innately go? Oh, I, I admit to that. Like yeah. you know, I can't let my ego go. I'm going to try and outright Jesse Joyce. I'm going to I'm going to look over at Jimmy Carr and go. I'm not going to do anything but just tell my jokes. I'd get killed, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, and the same thing with the first guy I beat. You know, he's he was an am- it is an amazing comic. Was that comic. uh Kate Trevor? No, that was Tom yeah. Ballard. Oh, okay, uh, who's a real funny uh, gay Australian comic, and uh, a lot of people thought he beat Jimmy last year. So I was yeah. Like, uh, wow! Well, I better, uh, you know, put on a show. <laughs> uh, you 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 did go up
0: against uh, K. Trevor Wilson, who who actually in the Montreal Comedy Festival the year before, uh, I battled in in uh, in the roast battle. He's good. He's good. And yeah, he it was my first roast battle, but uh, he definitely beat me. And but uh, my favorite joke you made of his uh, K. Trevor is a large uh, redheaded bearded fellow, and you said. His favorite soda is ginger ale, not because he's a redhead, yeah. but because he leaves every woman in
2: Canada dry. Well, cause.
0: <laughs> well oh, done, you. sir. Oh, well done, sir. I mean, I I mean have, you say you're not good at roasting, yeah, that, that incredible. works on so many levels.
2: So yeah. I'm, uh, you know, I'm like Bon Jovi. I have a lot of <laughs> outside writers, uh, you know. <laughs> I don't think they want me to, uh, you know, some people are weirded out. They don't want the credit. Sure, sure, but, sure. Uh, well, with Kate Travers, you know, mm-hmm. you can't make fun of him for being fat because he's ready for that. Yeah. So you have to do a joke like that where it's like, it's really, you can't really rebut that. Uh, right. I don't uh, make girls' pussies dry. <laughs> There's no really. Prove it. Yeah. <laughs> Go fuck that girl in the third row. Uh, <laughs>
0: Now, and then one thing that people who aren't, because we're all familiar with the Rose Battle, obviously you are, because you, you've been in the show. And for those who are only saw it on Comedy Central, this is a show that's been going on at the Comedy Store now for how
2: many years uh, now? I think close to three.
0: Yeah, for three years now. And uh, it, was, it, it was always kind of an industry favorite. It was always fill, always filled up. and you were Was it an industry it? favorite from the get-go?
2: Not yeah. necessarily, because uh, we were pretty outlaw in the in the early months. Like, there mm-hmm. was a rule at one point where if it was two white comics battling each other, each of them could say the N-word.
0: And <laughs> I mean shit. hard
2: E-R, not, not <laughs> the G-G-A version. This
0: is before it was on Periscope.
2: Though. Yeah, no, I mean, no. <laughs> that, I, and, uh, that probably
0: wouldn't fly now.
2: Like, Jason Tebow won a battle <laughs> by using that as his last word. Uh, <laughs> he Jesus. was roasting Matt Nost, and... Uh, He's like, yeah, uh, we know Matt's dad left him and we know his mom (laughs) sleeps with... Yep. Wow. (laughs) Wow. And the room just blew up. And so then people started maybe overusing the word.
0: (laughs) Well... There's that
2: type... (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a dangerous thing
0: where it's like... White guys with this repressed, like, never been able to say, it. like, wait, what we can say? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then, then they just kind of have the
2: day. Well, but, I, yeah. I mean, I think they got a little too uh, comfortable because uh, yeah. at the time you had uh, Brian Moses hosting. Mm-hmm. He's black, and, uh, you know, uh, there was other uh, black participants in the show. Sure. So uh, I was like, well, if they said we can say it, let's go all in.
1: <laughs> so. Now, were you asked to be a part of it from the get go?
2: Not really. I was. Uh, before it was roast battle it was just an open mic uh, mm-hmm. stephanie simbari ran an open mic there it was it was pretty bad not because of stephanie it was just it was the open mic yeah. the belly room is tough late night for any yeah. show you know it's on a tuesday yeah. uh and then somehow moses said hey c- do you want me to take over and uh then kenny martin no no uh, kenny lion and josh martin were gonna get into a fight one night and moses said why don't you guys battle And that's how it started. uh, I just, you know, some of the early battles were pretty bad. You know, open micers who maybe weren't the most skilled orators. Sure. And uh, by the way, I love the fact that they were both so reset. I'm assuming they were both like, all right, instead of fighting, let's
0: just
1: like. yeah, uh, we could
0: fight, and, and they went up hurt each
2: other that night, and just yeah, and then Ken- you know Kenny Lyon is like this crazy, uh, lovable open micer who loves just showing everyone his dick on stage, and <laughs> you know J- Josh Martin, you who know, has a speech impediment. Sure, uh, mm-hmm. he's a really funny guy, it's but, hilarious. But you know it's like it's like Family Feud up there, <laughs> mm-hmm. like the Gong Show, and uh, <laughs> and then I started doing the impressions of. Uh, I don't want to get sued. So I'll just say I was doing impressions of an old uh, employee there. Sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that added to the show. And then it just, uh, when Jeff Ross came around... is that really when it took up a notch? Yeah, because he brought in like Chappelle one night, yeah. and then uh, you know Hannibal started showing up. You guys, like you guys, were yeah. Coming, I mean, you guys weren't coming up in the early days just because it was like, what, why do I want to be up there with a bunch of wackos? Yeah,
0: and, and the thing about the roast
2: battle is like you see it on television, and you see
0: Ralphie May, and you see Jimmy Carr, and you see like these like established you know great comics. The the, the, st- the start of it, I can't stress this enough, was open micers. Yeah, I mean, and and still essentially is. Like, yeah, uh, like it's it, yeah, the roast battle isn't happening with su- superstar comics going against each other. It's more open micers going against each other with superstar comics judging. But it's starting to shift, isn't it? Like well,
2: I think a lot of people uh, mm-hmm. I know a lot of comics were asked to do it and they said no cuz it's brutal, you know. Yeah, yeah uh, you have you
0: really have to have a thick skin and like you think you're ready cuz you've been made fun of before, but these jokes That's a deep, it's oof. another level of deep cut. Like they cut. I, even yeah. even for the
1: judging, like I had a tough time even and, and I think there 's a piece of it in everybody, even if you are not on the surface somebody like like a Tony Hinchcliffe, who just you know it's i think from the get go he 's been someone who 's taken it and then slang it uh, uh, immediately, whether he had to take a lot of abuse as teasing as a kid to develop that like all right well i 'm gonna fucking start slinging it back right. but he you can just tell it comes out naturally for for, for him and uh you know I feel like we 've all got some of that in us, but like even when I would judge a few times i I would have the comedic mind to think of, like, uh, you know, a, a jab on somebody, and then I just wouldn't say it because I wasn't conditioned or sure. comfortable in that realm to, like, just knock somebody. And there were people that I knew
2: and liked, and I was like, oh,
1: fuck. Yeah. But yeah. then I'm like, dude, this is the place to do it. And if you don't do it, you're chastised for it. Yeah, oh,
2: you're gonna. If you don't do it, someone will do it to you. So.
1: Yeah. yeah. And so then I would try to find other ways to, like, be funny, and then it was like, Lesson learned, man. Like, you got to just sack up. And I think there probably was a little bit of uh, apprehension on my part to then throw it and then get something back. But it's like... Dude, sure, because then you open yourself if you're, up. If you're there and you're not being vulnerable, what are you doing there,
2: right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's... You know you know the drill when you walk up those belly room steps, you know, especially if you're a celebrity and guys mm-hmm. like you have cre- actual credits that people can shit on, mm-hmm. even, you know... They're great, you know. You guys have great shows and stand-up specials. People are still going to look at it and go, "What's you know?" What's sure, what's I- the angle? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Uh- so you know that when you walk up there, you know. And uh, now, now you you've been in the audience for
0: pretty much every roast battle. Yeah, I mean, uh, and tell people as as the. We started out as the house
2: Racist. Um... <laughs> which, by
1: the way, if people <laughs> the show you can watch it on Periscope, and you're yeah. still doing the house races, right?
2: Um, it's a modified okay. version because uh, it was just too much. Yeah, it was too you much. Know, but I did
1: a... too much, but in all fairness. Pretty incredible in its heyday.
2: What's a tough sense style of humor to do every week? Well, that's
1: why I appreciate it because you really like you have to just swing for the fence all the time.
2: Yeah, and I don't hit everyone. Sure, Uh, you know I I did it for about eight months on my own, and I I ran out of racist things and homophobic things to say. So I asked our mutual friend Whitney Rice. I was like, "Well, you know, a hot girl who's funny would help soften the blow." Thousand percent, and uh, she came on for about nine months and killed it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yes, yeah, so you're like the the racist couple, yeah, in the it, front row. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and we, it, it, it added so
0: much to the show, like that. And no, no, wonder Comedy Central picked it up because you have you have the host you have the celebrity judges, you have the actual roast itself, you have the. I mean, they didn't do the house racist for the show, obviously. But no,
2: I mean, we did it the year you went up against Kate Trevor. Yeah, and, uh, it worked to varying degrees. Uh, you know, I think. We were so good at our job, me and Whitney, that people thought we weren't part of the show, that we were just season two. (laughs) (laughs) With a spotlight on them and a microphone, they're like, wow,
0: these fans are mean.
2: how they get those (laughs) seats?
0: That, and because it happened in Canada, I think it takes it up to another level,
2: because Canadians
0: are so damn nice.
2: Yeah, but they are vicious. Uh, They, you know, like the first night, I said, hey, Whitney... Uh, wear a Montreal Canadiens jersey. The fans will love you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to wear a Maple Leafs jersey. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you know anything about hockey, it's like the Bloods and Crips. Right, those fans hate each other. Toronto and Montreal. Yeah, absolutely. And they hated me. Yeah. Like, literally...
0: Hated me. You could insult their mothers. You could yeah. bring up bad things about their friends.
2: But if you wear a, a Maple, Leaf. oh my god, it's on. So I mean, I almost went home the next day. Uh, oh shit. Yeah, because I was like, I can't do this for four more days. And uh, <laughs> Jason Reitman was like, dude, just you know, maybe don't wear the Maple Leafs jersey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just go go all in against like the jews in the room i'm like what (laughs) so yeah do what you do in the belly room you know talk about you know the the wackiness and you know so the second night i did like almost a rick rude style speech against the industry that's pro wrestler people yeah that's a great legendary rick rude yeah uh and i was like oh you jews in the room you know i've been doing comedy for 15 years and this is the fucking only time i can get on tv you stupid jews (laughs) I
0: love that it's like, hey, wearing a jersey of the opposing hockey team, that's taking it too far. Just say something bad about the Jews. We
2: run the town, (laughs) run the business, and I got like three cards from like APA (laughs) agents. They're going, hey, we're one of those Jew agents, call us. And then they never got back to
1: me. What has been your most favorite part uh, about Roast Battle? What's been your most memorable moment? What has been something that a uh, a joke or something you've heard where you were like, man, even for the thick skin I've got, that was fucking, I can't believe somebody said that.
2: Uh, I mean, I would say my favorite moment is probably Whitney. Uh, this was back in the N-word days. Uh, <laughs> the Willie Nelson song. Yeah, uh, I mean, we you know we had the Dark Ages. There's the night. There was a Nice Age. Then we had the N-word days. Yeah. The, well, there was different <laughs> eras. of there was, and, and they used to go to the house races to vote. Uh, you know, Man. we and. Uh, you know, there was two white comics roasting and mm-hmm. uh, I think it was Moses said, well, House races. Who do you guys want to win? And Whitney's like, you know, she's beautiful, looks like Julia Roberts, and she played it up like she was a real country bumpkin and she <laughs> points at I think it was Nate Craig, and goes, well, I guess we have to give it to Nate because he dresses the most like a... <laughs> <laughs> like, wow! The room just blew Jesus. up, blew up, <laughs> and uh, it was just—I mean, that's the most memorable. Uh, sure. And then there was—you uh, know—Whitney again. Uh, <laughs> Leslie Jones came at her one night and mm-hmm. said something like, "Shut up, you white bitch." Mm-hmm. Kidding, but you know, yeah. kind of aggressively. Sure. And uh, Whitney was like, "Hey, Leslie, congratulations on getting the cover of National Geographic." <laughs> oh my god. It's just perfect timing. Oh, yes. uh, oh my God. Just oh my God. the room blew up. Leslie uh, was silent. It just had no comeback for it. I mean, like, because there's... What do you say to that? There's verbal... There's literally, like, verbal punches to the face where you're just stunned. You're like, I I, I got yeah. nothing. I mean, just... Uh, and Leslie's, you know, obviously an amazing talent. Yeah. And, uh, just uh, And then recently, Doug Fager, who's mm-hmm. one of the great uh, roasters... Um, him and Henchcliffe were having, Henchcliffe was uh, roast, uh, judging, mm-hmm. and uh, Doug has a dead brother, uh, you know, and oh once boy. again, it got brought up in the worst, sure, and sure. Tony was just hammering him with dead brother jokes, Oh my and Doug just looked at him. Does that ever, him. real quick, does that ever, do you, I mean,
1: was it getting too
2: much? Um, no, no, Doug's fine okay. with it, and he okay. knows it's coming, and Doug was like, said something to the effect of, Tony, relax. You wish my brother was alive so he could have seen your special. I <laughs> would have been one more viewer. And the room blew up and then Doug waited yeah. the perfect amount of time. I said, "I'm just kidding, Tony. Nobody saw your special." <laughs> and it was Good night. Such perfect time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comics yeah. would have rushed that second part. Right. And Doug, like. Did a Cyrus from the Warriors and just like <laughs> told the crowd, "I got one more, I coming. got one more." Here did he goes, he,
1: Mike. I mean, did
2: Tony? Um, the room blew up so much that Tony uh, and obviously Tony's very capable of you sure. know firing back, but uh, Tony was you know it was just no. Uh, you know what? Good on him for recognizing that moment. Yeah, he Tony could have kept it going for yeah. sure and probably gotten dug back, but he was like, you know what? That's a pretty good burn. Yeah, and
0: and. Uh, and now, have you ever seen it? Because uh, some some people might say yes to being a roaster, and without really thinking about it, and without really preparing themselves for what's going to be coming their way. Have you seen anything like? Did it has anyone taking it? too personal like has have people wanted to then fight afterward or like has anything like that happened at the at, um, at the roast battle
2: there was one night it was a girl-on-girl battle mm-hmm. uh, i think it was kim congdon who's one of the better roasters sure. uh and i forget who she was going up again amy cheapo okay and uh amy's a great comic a uh, very cunty personality but it really uh no she's awesome but like yeah. it's, it's almost like a wrestling character she sure. does and uh, Kim was getting the better of Amy, mm-hmm. and uh, Amy started to well up. Like it was starting really? to, you know, uh, hurt her pretty bad. And uh, Kim was like, "Amy, what's wrong? I think your eyes are melting." And just, uh, and then one of uh, Amy's, uh, or one of, I think Amy's friends got on stage and was like, Kim, you, you bitch!" And oh, it like You no. got a little wild. Oh wow! Uh, so that's probably the. There's never really been a fight. Uh, okay you know I mean I, one black dude wanted to fight me once kind of because uh, he came Audience up to member? me uh, yeah he came up to me after the show he's like yo yeah. man what's with the racist bullshit I'm like oh you know dude it's a character like Archie Bunker and he looks at me and goes, who the fuck is Archie Bunker <laughs> and I'm like hey Moses this guy wants to talk to yeah. you <laughs> and I took off like fucking yeah, Carl Lewis yeah <laughs> Now even (laughs) (laughs) That
1: was Carl Lewis On a moped right there Yeah (laughs) Great (laughs) Solid impression
2: Turning into the black guy From Police Academy (laughs) Michael Winslow If you're listening There it is is.
1: There it is If if, When you're in Montreal And you're having These judges critique you Is it uh, nerve wracking Do you want to fight? You did fire back at, like, Jeff, and uh, I think you did to Kevin Hart, right?
2: No, no. I was... Well, you know, it's different, because in some battles in L.A., uh, the crowd votes. So mm-hmm. my strategy... When that's the case, is to go after the judges, get the room going, and the crowd will love me. The room loves it when you rip the judges, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, in Montreal, you're playing for 25 grand uh, and other prizes. So I'm like, you need the judges' votes. Right. Uh, so the first night with David Spade and Kevin Hart, I was like, yeah, you guys are great, man. Good job. <laughs> yeah. I agree with your votes. Uh,
0: <laughs> I saw right Along yeah. 40 times. Right. <laughs> I, love that. I
2: mean, I had one, uh, I had a couple lines about. Uh, kevin hart i wanted to do but he was so nice and like such mm-hmm. a cool dude yeah uh and, and he voted for me so uh and then the second night i battled was um uh who was it rogan uh, and kimmel uh, no it was oh, kimmel you, and yeah he battled k trevor right i know the second night i battled jimmy carr and uh jimmy carr had the better jokes mm-hmm. but i think uh kimmel and rogan liked my presentation yeah uh but You know better, and I I think some of Jimmy's fans don't realize that uh, because they're like, well, Jimmy's jokes were better. Uh, And Jimmy's like unbelievable.
0: He's he's unreal. Yeah, we've had him on the guest on the podcast, and he plowed through the roast battle the year before. Yeah,
2: Like no one could touch him. Um, He's not human. It's insane. Yeah, you have to. I think the clipboard, even he laughed when I did it. And I've never seen him in two years of seeing him roast now ever break. He's like – Christian Bale and American Psycho. It's just, there's nothing there. It's locked right, in right, machine, right. yeah. Uh, but he had the better jokes. So I'll admit to that. But it's on the Comedy Central website. It says the battles will be judged on... Uh crowd response mm-hmm. a presentation and the judges interpretations sure yeah and you know it's not like i winked at jimmy kimmel twice <laughs> i don't know jimmy kimmel yeah. i don't i know seth rogan even less mm-hmm. and i think in their judging they were like well jimmy was more consistent but earl had the higher highs and the lower lows <laughs> and i like to ride the wave and so it's nice. a there great assessment go. Did Jimmy say anything to you after? Uh, he couldn't have been any nicer. He hugged me. Love you know, that. he sought me out when I was getting into my cab, and he hugged me. And like, it's awesome. He's like, uh, he's amazing. So I, I don't know. I mean, his fans are a little aggressive for my taste. <laughs> you know, you suck. Jesus. You bribe the judges. You know, Skales
0: a fag. And I like- love the fact that people are taking a roast like it's the NBA finals. Yeah, like, I mean, like they're like they're going. It's like, the, were you entertained? It's competition, man. Yeah. Yeah. people get heated
2: oh I, I'm yeah. bummed out I didn't win you know? sure well I, obviously 25 grand would have helped but I'm competitive I wanted yeah. that trophy you know? sure I think back to every joke I could have said about Sarah Tiana and, mm-hmm. and you know have you have been second guessing it. it oh absolutely but Sarah uh, was very smart you know there's a lot of strategy in these things mm-hmm. and, how so uh, like I love to go second because I'm a counterpuncher. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I don't like to do an actual joke. I, you know, if you said, "Earl, you have a big head," yeah. I like to fire back at you with, "What gotcha. you look like?" Right, because uh, guess what? You
1: that that's how you get
2: the upper hand. I feel like, yeah, you get you get battles because yeah.
1: people wa- people innately want to hear something be topped. Mm-hmm. Right,
2: and so Sarah knew. I think she said she had watched all my battles and noticed that I always go second. So she <laughs> made me go first. Oh, fuck, see, Man. look at that. Someone like stu- like studying yeah. game film. Oh, uh, you have to though. Yeah, like, you know, I, I've sort of seen Jimmy Carr every battle. I'm like, you know, no one's ever really called him out on the clipboard. So I'm going to mm-hmm. go out there with my own. Right. Throw it in the crowd and kind of fluster him, hopefully. Uh, and it worked. Yeah. Uh, and so Sarah. And then Sarah's jokes, she didn't have one joke that didn't kill. And all mm-hmm. I needed was for one to not do well. And I could have jumped on it. Right. But, uh she beat me. And then K Trevor was. Uh, he's so scary to battle because he <laughs> just looks at you. Right? Just <laughs> like, okay, I'm fat. What else you got? Yeah. Wow. Uh, so he's very much like Olivia Grace who, you know, Olivia knows what's coming. Oh, you're going to say I'm fat, you're going to say I have, uh, you know, bad skin or whatever. i sure. not Phaser. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you're fucking ugly. So, there.
0: Yeah. I mean, and and that's, that's something that definitely helps you. It's like that scene from 8 Mile where Eminem talks about Oh, yeah. So, you're going to rap about my mom and this thing, right. and, this, and then it just
2: takes away all the all yeah. the ammunition. Well, you have to like. I know where people are going to hit me because I think I'm the oldest roaster, mm-hmm. so I know that there's going to be an age joke. There's going to be a Kennedy joke. There's going to mm-hmm. be Earl's not successful because you know I'm not to be honest <laughs> with you. I mean, you know.
0: Hey, you were just on Comedy Central on, on something. <laughs> yeah. that Got a and guess a what, man? Lot, it's all about stacking the, stacking the chips. Oh, yeah,
2: well, it's say, you know? it. but I mean, you know, you guys have you know your IMDb pages are like you know a couple pages long. Well, no, but I mean, yeah. you know, I know that. That's a target. Sure. You know,
1: uh I want to hear about this Kennedy connection.
2: Well it's it's very simple. It's just, uh my aunt is Ethel. She was married to Robert, the second mm-hmm. uh, uh brother that unfortunately got assassinated. Right. So uh you know, I think Sarah had a joke uh about that. Or, uh, so did Kate Trevor, so did everyone. Yeah. Carr, I mean it's it's definitely not the it's, best. Now I
1: didn't know about that, so for me I'm like you know, I guess I, you just. I guess there's some info that a lot of people aren't going to know that. Like, you just have to when you hear it, go, "Okay, cool. I guess that's true. Let me judge it based on that." But because I didn't know, it didn't have as much of a hit for me.
2: Well, I mean, like the Skakel family back in the '50s, '60s, and '70s, were actually had a lot more money than the Kennedys, because that's nuts. Uh, of that company. Like right, my right, right. Grandfather who I never met. And he was the only guy, really, in America to make money in the Depression because he would drive by oil refineries mm-hmm. and he'd be like, "Hey, can I get your waste?" And they thought he was fucking crazy. I was like, "We'll give it to you," and he turned it into like products like your mic holders, like graphite and what you know, like oh, shit, uh, any graphite product you touch—from golf clubs to tennis rackets to baseball bats to you know, dildos, yeah, uh, cock rings, <laughs> uh, graphite cock rings. My <laughs> grandfather gets a cut off. Uh. <laughs> That's insane. But wow. my dad went deep on an oil project in the Amazon. That if it would have hit, I'd own every comedy club in the country. I was just gonna say, <laughs> Holy but it did shit. not. Oh, so so that's of... why we grew up. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah. Know, mid- Upper middle class. Yeah, like so, yeah. like, like, do, like
0: doing well. But yeah, to the to the point where, yeah, it, that would have been. But hey, that that that's what that's what the greats do. I mean, they talk about uh, Elon Musk made all that money with PayPal and then went bankrupt. Trying to start Tesla, yeah, and then but thankfully, Tesla worked out for him, and now it is what it is today, but yeah he had he lost almost a billion dollars
2: I mean it's you, you go deep and, yeah uh you know, but luckily, my mom, who's a southern hillbilly, like some <laughs> Cartersville, Georgia, where I think they still have uh, weekly lynchings. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it is bad. I mean, it's deliberate, well. I mean, so.
0: I, I mean it, 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 it's so funny because that's the stereotype of the South, and then when you go to
2: certain parts of the South, you're like, oh, yeah. that shit's true. See,
1: I'm so naive. I just am still wanting to believe that that doesn't exist anymore.
2: Oh, I, I mean, the second time yeah. I ever heard the N-word was in Cartersville, Georgia. The first time was up at Bellar Country Club. <laughs> well, that's kind of God, that's I wish I could say that word just for... <laughs> Just, just just for, for the, the story, story. yeah. Uh, I, I mean, uh, you heard it all the time, huh? Well, at Bel Air Country Club, you know, I remember I, I shot uh, bogey golf on the front nine of. Uh, that's good from that's the men's tees. Good. That's one. That's one above par. Yeah. so that's good for a thirteen-year-old kid who never really practiced. Oh, dang, I just that's,
0: dude, that's that's amazing. Out. yeah.
2: And uh, I go to my uncle. Hey, uh, Uncle Rick, uh, I just shot bogey golf on the front nine of Bel Air for the men's tees, and he just looks at me and goes, "Earl, that's." Blank golf. Now, (laughs) I don't even know what that means. Not knowing what that word meant, I've never heard it before. Next day, I go down to the caddy yard. Of course, they're all black down there. Oh, no. I'm like, hey, guys, guys, my uh, Uncle Rick said I shot blank golf. (laughs) And the (laughs) record scratch. Biggest, blackest caddy uh, went up to me and said, Hey, uh, Earl, we love your uncle because you tipped really well. But uh, don't ever say that word again. I'm like, Why not? Didn't even know. <laughs> oh
0: god! Well, that's just the wide-eyed innocent. Like, yeah, yeah. you have no idea.
2: Uh, I mean, I think I might have heard that word in a Clint Eastwood movie, like Escape right. from Alcatraz.
1: Sounded cool.
2: Yeah, Which like, yeah he the... talked to the cool guy and yeah. called him that word. That sounds good. Clint Eastwood said it. It's yeah, gotta be. It's gotta you know, be badass. It's the best movie scene ever. Do you ever see Escape from Alcatraz? No, I never did. There's a scene his first day in the yard where. You know, he's just kind of stumbling around, looking around the yard. And mm-hmm. he, go- he goes up the black stairs. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, the higher he goes up, the fewer blacks on each step. And he finally gets to the top of the stairs, kind of looks at the main black guy, starts to walk back down. And the black guy's like, now there's two reasons you didn't sit down next to me. Either you're scared, or you just hate mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he sits down next to him, kind of pauses, and goes, eh, I just hate oh my god (laughs) that gruff accent that's in the 70s oh wow what's that word man yeah
0: oh my god that's so amazing so I mean if you 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 talk about if you did get enough
1: money to buy a comedy club would you you think you actually would have followed through with that
2: Uh, No, because I don't think if you're an owner, you're taken seriously as a comic. Yeah, yeah. uh, It's like you got got Vinnie Brandon, that's about it. Yeah, I mean, well, there's Rick Bronson, I think, who uh, at one point was a comic. Right, might still do cruise ships every now and Uh, and then. Yeah, and I don't think anyone thinks of him as a comic. No. Oh, you own the comic strip and uh, the thing in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: House of Comedy. But yeah, yeah, so it's... Yeah, you kind of do, it's one or the other.
2: I would like to own one on the DL, and I, I've always wanted to be the talent coordinator at the store, at, but it would be an anonymous, no one would know it was me. You wouldn't want anybody to know? No because mm. I see how hard of a job Adam has. So tough. Well, I mean, or anyone. Yeah, it's
0: a thankless job, because no one's ever going to get uh, all the spots that they want or they feel they deserve, and then there's only so many spots to go around, so yeah. you can't, you, you certainly can't make everybody happy.
2: Yeah, and you're going to make some big-name I mean, comic or two. Sure, um, and you got to
0: have some sort of balance in terms of you got to have... Um, you know, you got to keep the legends and the established guys, and you got to at the same time develop new talent. It's a, uh, it it it's a thankless job. And I mean, speaking of the comedy store, I, I really want people to go back to listen to your podcast.
2: Yeah, inappropriate Earl, by the way. Okay. which and is a I'm great a podcast. SoundCloud and iTunes. There, yeah, it is. there you go.
0: And you interviewed the old manager of the comedy store, well, Tommy.
2: I'm in,
0: and people need to listen to that. Yeah, that was a, an exclusive, uh, really
1: incredible conversation
2: well i had heard through the grapevine that he had asked mark maron to go on mm-hmm. his podcast and i, I don't know what maron's response was but i'm sure it was two words with the <laughs> second word being off uh, <laughs> face off yeah yeah you just then, off with joe barton <laughs> wow I, I believe that's the first puck
0: off reference yeah, uh, so we've had uh, shout out to joe barton and fraser smith man oh man <laughs> Why do I? so you
2: call up tommy and you go hey yeah, you want to talk come on my podcast, and uh, yeah. first episode was like two and a half hours, and uh, I actually had a show. I'm not bragging. I was like hosting an open mic in Montebello or something. So I was like, "Tommy, I, I got to get going." But if you want to come back, mm-hmm. I'm thinking he'd never come back. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, I'll come back Thursday." I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Uh, <laughs> and he spoke for another two hours. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, and you the, got a lot of great stuff out of him, and
1: you know, Tommy's a very articulate dude, and and for yeah. as as much as you agree or don't disagree with his philosophies and insights and the way his mind operates, um, he talks with uh, everything that you asked him and that he spoke about
0: was very candid and to the point, yeah. and uh, it, it, it paints an accurate picture of what the comedy store was like under his regime. You were there before him too, yeah
2: um uh, it's a little bit with duncan but like uh you know like you should be you should have been passed there a long time ago yeah. are, are yeah. you past there not yet that's crazy to me like that yeah uh, you know uh, i mean i don't hang out there enough but i mean you also honest. don't need it though like you know yeah. you've got tv specials you've got on showtime <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice. uh, you, you know tour <laughs> the world yeah 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 so yeah.
2: i don't like in terms like me i needed it because mm-hmm. you know i needed like I think Dalia went up to me once after like my first set there as a paid regular. He's like, dude, I didn't even know you did comedy. Like any minute, like it's like, he it, like, his, like yeah, uh, he, he wasn't giving me shit. He was it's just, complimentary. Like, I just always seen you kind of hanging out. I'm like, oh, right. you guys were going up at different times yeah. or uh, Yeah, different times. We were going up in different times zones <laughs> And we're in rightfully so. Yeah. Like, I don't hate on guys like you who, you know, you're on TV, you got great spots and he took care of you and like mm-hmm. that's what should be. Yeah, and well, and that's what you're striving for. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're you're striving to be the guy that gets
0: to the point where he takes care of you. So when you finally did become that paid regular, you finally got your name up on the store. Like Yeah, what was that like? Yeah.
2: That's pretty neat, you know. Uh, and I waited so long that my name is in the fr- it couldn't have been put in a better place. <laughs> yeah. It's in the front center. I mean right. you literally couldn't have you see it from Sunset <laughs> yeah. Boulevard. Who who is it's around at, your name? It's at uh, it's at Brad Williams eye yeah, eye level. I mean <laughs> it's right there. Just fucking hang your arm so. up <laughs> uh, Well, Rob Schneider's name is right next to it. I'm forever linked to Rob Schneider. <laughs> there you go. So, and Jessel Nix, I think, is around there. And, yeah. Uh, what do you love about the store? I like the spots, man, just to be seen as a comic by people. You know, mm-hmm. like when you're doing comedy for 10 or 11 years and, like, people don't know you do it, or you know, because you're not, you know... You know, I mean, like you guys, you probably only saw me doing the championship comedy thing.
0: Yeah, I was going to bring that up. I met I met Earl at something called Championship Comedy, which was an an an, an attempt to blend wrestling and comedy together. So like the like the comics would talk trash and like cut promos, and then we would. It was sort of like I I don't want to say a roast battle because it wasn't those types of jokes, but it you would definitely within your set talk smack about your opponent right yeah and then the and then the uh, then the audience would decide who won i it, 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 it was fun i'm glad i got to tell eric bischoff to fuck off which was great uh and, and uh, he loved it and uh, so that so that was a cool thing uh but yeah that that's where i met you i i No idea who you were.
2: Yeah. Oh no. And I don't blame you. Like Mm -hmm. you know, some comics would be like, "What are you talking about, man? Fuck you! I do comedy." Uh, Well, because you're mainly—I mean, the Improv or Factory
1: frequently TV spots.
2: You know, at the Improv and the store, the Factory. So it's it's why should you guys know who I am? Because you (laughs) know, back then I certainly wasn't on TV. Yeah. Well, now when you're all clean
0: cut, when I when I met you, you had. The uh, uh, who are the brothers from the, the Hanson brothers? Yeah, the Hanson brothers haircut from uh, sl- Slapshot. from Slapshot, and you would always go on stage with a hockey jersey, yeah, and, and you have this very dry delivery, very slow paced dry delivery. But I, I loved it, and w- and it it was fun to, to discover you and other comics there, and to see wrestlers try stand up It was brutal. To see yeah, <laughs> to see to see Rob Van Dam go up there and be like, I'm gonna. Go on stage as the stoner and and kill it. You're like, oh wow! Oh, stick to wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of my favorite wrestlers. So I love him. I, I mean, love, and he's the nicest guy in the world. And I love the fact that, he, that that he tried it.
2: I mean, I had Bischoff on my podcast, and like I was a yeah. fucking little kid. Sure, he, it's like he was. Who's that? Rest, uh, he was like the, he uh, ran WCW.
0: So it was what's that WWF and WCW? Those were the two main. I know uh, WWF. Yeah, so they so those are those two main wrestling companies, and Eric Bischoff ran
2: WCW. And he got... They beat WWF for two years in the ratings, which is... It's like... uh
0: Basically, it's if like of.
2: basically if like the CFL started being the NFL yeah. in ratings, that's wow. what that's what that's like. Because he was the marketing genius, and he was like, "Well, I'm going to sign all the WWF uh, older stars like Hogan and Savage and the Warrior, mm-hmm. and then we're going to develop the cruiserweights, which the WWF wasn't using. No, uh, and then uh, the NWO, NWO was like, yeah. I mean, the end. Of we're Hogan. speaking a foreign language, to yeah. Adam, right yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, He's like, like check that, man. I was <laughs> like, what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> What's NWO? Isn't that the Alex Jones Network? Uh, <laughs> good good Alex Jones reference. Yeah. Is that another podcast. wrestling reference? That's, no, that's uh, a
0: conspiracy then, uh, radio guy.
2: Prisonplanet.org yeah. uh, for your latest in 9-11. Uh, <laughs> conspiracy. Oh, shit. I love listening. Are you a conspiracy you know, guy? No, I'm uh, naive, you might say, and I, I believe everything happened as I saw it. I don't think... Uh, Mm -hmm. you know 9-11 was an inside job and stuff like that but i'm not saying it's not but But it's 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 fun to hear the guys that quote unquote know and they're so passionate about it well there's that documentary i think loose change it's called yeah it's probably the number one Mm 9-11 uh and the guy had me for like 40 minutes. You're like, okay, that could happen. I mean, I guess steel doesn't melt at that. You know, how do the buildings fall down? And he's like, I have documented proof that nine of the 19 hijackers are alive. And they're like, all right, that's where he lost me. To, I? <laughs> you know, and that the plane that flew into the Pentagon it was a missile. Yeah. And it's like, well, where, where's that plane full of people? He's like, they're being kept on a hidden island. Like, oh you Jesus, just lost. that's the new
1: show,
0: Wrecked on TBS. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That'll
2: be on after bar rescue. On
0: Spike TV. <laughs> That's so fucked. Yeah, it, 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 it's funny when someone has you going like, oh, yeah, this could, yeah. could fucking yeah. I mean, well, but, when you don't know so oh, much about something, oh, okay. yeah,
1: you you don't have all the facts, so you let somebody else tell you, and mm-hmm. some people are persuasive enough.
2: What's like with the Kennedy both assassinations? You're like, oh okay, yeah, is that, just... is that weird for you, being that it's your
0: fucking family?
2: You know, if, if I was blood. Yeah, uh, it would be a little more, oh, that's, you know, but since it's just by marriage, it, it hasn't really affected my life too much. Sure. But, you know, like there was some uh, documentary on the other night that said Sirhan Sirhan couldn't have killed RFK uh-huh. because the blood splatter the, came from oh boy. the back, and uh, Sirhan Sirhan was in the front. Okay. W- and you start going, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's yeah. possible. But, like, uh, that's your wrong- Goal. Yeah, well, my aunt was right there. I mean, if she would have been killed, I would have been like, "Oh man, that's yeah, 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 yeah." Uh, yeah. So when like
0: people have theories
2: about like, oh, uh, like, uh, like
0: Robert Kennedy killed Marilyn Monroe because she was going to go public or something like, that's like, awesome. I mean, do, like, do you hear that and go, "But that's"? I mean, uh, that's got that's got to be weird
2: for you. It's weird, you know. And and then you know, uh, the Skakel families had some issues, uh, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Oh, uh, oh, when you Google skakel right. and kennedy there's definitely yeah. some articles that come up that our friend alex yeah. jones might be a part of
2: Yeah, if you google earl skakel comedy literally the first <laughs> thing is my youtube video opening up for jeff ross and then like the next 50 are like murder stories oh, and like you know Shit, conspiracy. Really? but the youtube video i killed it <laughs> Does does your uh taking uh viagra uh story pop up on, on no google? i take that. Uh, gas station dick pills. <laughs> Do you really? I mean now the fuck I'm forty seven. I am 47 i like, you know, you, well, you get to my age and you'll you know It's a thing, huh? I mean it ha- I don't know where you guys are in the dick life, but <laughs> I'm fine right now. I still get how old are you? Thirty four. And how old are you? Thirty two. I mean you guys But still I'm like got- but, I'm, but I'm but I'm like sixty eight and dwarf. Well, is it, I mean, like, I mean, that's a cheap joke. I'm okay. sorry. I well, I'm gullible.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, but it does raise an interesting question. Sure. How old are you, really? Yeah.
0: I'll never tell. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but uh, I mean, like I—I uh, I read some. There was there was an interview you did where you had where you had a Viagra story where it's like there's oh,
2: I, well I did yeah. Do, yeah I think uh, my friend's dad had died, and mm-hmm. uh, you know we went to the house to console him, and uh, he brings down this monstrous <laughs> bag of blue pills. I mean, like <laughs> oh my god, like is that what he died N&M's, from? <laughs> uh, no. Just, just, I, I'm not, I know there's no uh, video here, but just eight hundreds of the blue pills.
0: Imagine and, like, Santa's sack, but with, <laughs> with Viagra.
2: And he just throws them to me and says, oh, my dad doesn't need them anymore. <laughs> so I had never taken Viagra before. Yeah. I was probably your guys' ages. Uh, so I had just take one. I wasn't even having sex with anyone at the time. I will mm-hmm. take one and see how it goes. Nothing. Like, hey, maybe I should take another one. No. Uh, you know, nothing. i are supposed to Stuff is supposed to work. Take a third one. Oh my god. End up taking four. Nothing happened. So I get home that night, I start turning beet red from my hairline to my like navel. Oh, Nothing down by my dick. I mean my dick you couldn't have got it any softer. I mean it was like a noodle. <laughs> I wake up the next day with the yeah. biggest boner you've <laughs> ever I mean, my I could have been in porn that day. I just like <laughs> She had blood vessels on top of blood Did vessels. Did it hurt? It was painful. Uh, so I went to the doctor, mm-hmm. and I took the pills. He goes, here's uh, a contract. Yeah. Like, you start yeah. tomorrow. I'll see you in Vivid Video. Uh, <laughs> Take it in the ass yeah, six. Yeah. Films yeah. in Burbank. Yeah, you are be co-starring with uh, Lexington Steel and Mandingo. <laughs> uh, All right, and, for
0: someone who doesn't watch porn every, yeah. just name
2: two male porn stars. Uh-huh. I'm obsessed with male porn stars. <laughs> just how big their dicks are, like... And so the doctor was like, well, Earl, <laughs> let me see what you took. And he's like, dude, you know these are like 40-milligram tablets. Now, the normal dosage for Viagra, mm-hmm. like if you guys were to take one or not, you'd take a 10-milligram one.
1: Holy and shit, you took, dude. And you took four. Yeah, so 40. I took
2: uh, That's I
0: 160. Like, uh, I can't do math. That's like 22 million yeah. milligrams. So your dick
1: didn't even know how to respond.
0: It
2: was yeah. like- no, it was like, and the, it, my doctor basically said, you just got to jack off until you come. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I came here for you to tell me that. <laughs> Like
0: you could have just let me stay at yeah. home for five more minutes. I'm pretty sure I would have yeah, done that. This couldn't have been a phoner.
2: <laughs> and uh, so that's and that's
0: uh, all it took. That was the
1: prescription.
2: Yeah, just jack off, and, and like you went to medical school for <laughs> twelve years to tell some guy in his early thirties jack off. Uh,
1: now was that awkward walking into the doctor with a super hard dick?
2: Oh yeah, I mean it was like four like my doctor sees primarily older people but he's known my family for years so he, mm. he sees me when you know, I get a checkup and so there's like four 90 year olds in there uh, I ended up fucking three of them <laughs> <laughs> that's how you got better and, and then uh, the fourth one had a heart attack <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get couldn't get to her <laughs> when she
0: saw what happened to the first three I was like, oh my goodness
2: yeah, yeah. I shot all over the first one <laughs> poor Ethel she just blew it poor <laughs> poor Ethel come on it's a headshot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. I, the gas station dick pills, that seems very unsafe.
2: Well, they basically put crushed up Viagra in them. You know, that, that's really, they put all the, the bogus, uh, you know, ingredients on there, like niacin and all that stuff. But it's crushed up Viagra. I mean, I don't take them like every hour. I just—they <laughs> you know, One a week, one every two yeah. weeks. I mean, sure. You know, I've dated some younger women in the last couple of years and they have sex drives beyond anything I've ever seen. It's insane, huh? So you know, I gotta you know, please him. I guess. <laughs>
0: you
1: guess. I mean, you know, I guess that's my job. Are you looking <laughs> to get married at forty-seven?
2: No, I'm, I'm. You know, I never say never, but uh, you're I, open to it. You know, I had no kids because you know I'm still a struggling comic. You know, I mean, yeah, I was on TV, but you know this business. You, yep, you got a special yeah. ups and downs one man. week and uh, nice. two months later. Right,
0: so, what else you got? Yeah, yeah. I, I literally had that meeting. With someone where it's like, all right, so uh, the second special just aired. So uh, when's the next one? I'm like, I did two specials in two years. Yeah, let me sit on that for a minute. Like, like, just a little bit. Like, hey, the Broncos won the Super Bowl last year. They're my team. They could go another ten years, not make the playoffs. I'd be like, yeah, but we won the Super Bowl. I'm happy. So, like, what the fuck?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I I mean, obviously you're hoping that you could parlay this now into something else.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, to be in the—I've been told I'm in the, I guess you could say, the uh, Comedy Central family now. Like, yeah, I'm on yeah. our radar, and like, I
1: think there's definitely an open door uh, situation for you to like, you know, maybe get on at midnight. Now yes, and, bring them stuff. And, yes,
2: uh, do that. And maybe uh, I don't know if they have a premium blend or what their stand-up show is now, but a uh, oh, um, house party. Yeah, Adam, Adam Devine's. Yeah, Adam Devine's house party, and uh, you know, just baby steps.
1: Yeah. That's all it is. It, the ba- it's you know it's stacking the chips and I I guess until you get to like Will Smith status and then yeah. you can just <laughs> who's that? <laughs> what room does he book? <laughs>
2: does he book a room.
1: How do you? I want to know because you spend uh, the comedy store whenever you're there. I just feel very comfortable and I like my night when I when I see you there. And I want to know when you're there. Is there ever a a because you're always in a great mood and you're always funny and fun to be around is there ever a night when the world doesn't like being at the comedy store
2: oh yeah when i get these fucking palmers you know uh, it's a phrase i've coined yeah. You know, hey you're all great set tonight i'm like uh oh, i just got here i haven't even gone up yet uh <laughs> oh i see. I've had that happen that really Guy the same. other night said hey loved your closer i'm like i haven't even gone on yet dude you said it do yeah, yeah. I'm like oh man my bad you know <laughs> <laughs> my bad that, that is like a significant that, that should
1: there should be some sort of yeah. a, a bigger apology a little more than a my bad yeah, yeah. oh yeah. i just took a stab in the dark
2: and completely lied and yeah well, I don't want to say who it is, but the original sure. Palmer uh, was. I was opening up for Rob Schneider once at the Canyon Club. Uh, have you guys ever? Oh yeah, I, I've been in the Canyon Club. It. Yeah, have you uh, done a show there? Or you've seen show. shows. I've there? done a show there, yeah.
0: and it, it's a tough stuff. It's, it's a tough ass room. I don't you know you what at the bar to the about. left. I made yeah. several
1: <laughs> Olive Garden jokes and destroyed for about four and a half minutes. Yeah, I mean it was tough. Well,
2: it's a big there's room, no barrier to no, the bar, no, so like no. the, the noise is like I had to say cancer, but like it just
0: spreads from the bar to the... yeah, and then all of a Sudden, someone orders a margarita, and you're yeah. like, "All right, so now I got to fight a
2: blender, right? D- yeah." During my set, yeah. So, but there's one entrance into the Canyon Club, so mm-hmm. I was just bringing up Rob. I see the guy walk in, comes up to me, goes, "Dude, great set!" And I'm like, "Dude, I just saw you walk in." There's one exit in this place. Oh, Great White never plays here, but I mean, like, <laughs> wow, good Great White reference. Kill their fan base. So yeah.
1: 80% of them. So those are the nights when you don't enjoy it.
2: <laughs> I don't like fake people, and I'm yeah. we're in the wrong business. I'm in the wrong business. We're, I guess we all are in yeah. the wrong business if you don't like fake people. Like, yeah. I like you you guys have always been nice to me from day mm-hmm. one. I clearly can't help you guys. You're just nice to me. Uh, I, not everyone is like that. And, yeah, but you
1: can't go into any, as a person, like situation, friendship, th- th- thinking that. That's unhealthy.
2: Well, yeah, but that's uh, L.A. comedy is unhealthy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah uh, now, on the
1: flip side, do you give the benefit of the doubt at all to some of these Palmers? To like, where you're like, oh, you're young, you just don't know, you'll figure it out. Like, you're just, you know, I'm, I mean, or are you like, no, man? If you're in this, because there is, you know, that's one of the things I found when I graduated uh, acting school out here, and then I jumped into the business. There was not a lot of prep, of any, and even stand up. Like, I, I just felt fortunate to befriend some people that had more experience and that, you know, took the. Um, you know, uh, interest in sharing some tidbits to me like, hey, don't do this, don't do that. I saw you doing that. Like when I posted something about doing a bringer show and Chris Rock popped in on the main room, I've mentioned this before, and I went on Facebook and was like, I opened for Chris Rock tonight. I think it was Brett Ernst who was like, yo, bro, you fucking didn't open for Chris Rock. And he like made me really hear out loud what I did. And I, man, it was such a fucking big shift for me to go, oh, don't do that. Like you did that because you needed some sort of just... Do the shit, the and, like, yeah. and so like, but there's a lot of people that don't have any sort of outside influence. Um, but I guess <laughs> fucking, you don't feel bad for them at all.
2: I mean, I like to help people. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. like so, I love. Now, I can't give someone advice on how to make it clearly, but like, <laughs> I can tell them what not to do. You know, sure. Like, have you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I don't like volunteer it, but like, if the moment you know, presents itself, I had someone a similar situation said they opened up for Dave Chappelle. I'm like. Dude, you went on first. He went on like five hours later. That's mm-hmm. not opening up for Dave Chappelle, right? Uh, you know, just trying. You know, you're gonna get a real bad reputation here. And like, even with uh, some people in championship comedy, I might have <laughs> tried to steer them from the over promotional side of things. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know you're talking uh, about. Well, you know, they meant well, but absolutely, like, dude, you're in. LA this is the number one city for bullshitters in the world. This is like the the NFL for bullshitting. Yeah. So when you come from a, another town or state, you might have been the best bullshitter in you know Doylestown, Pennsylvania, but this ain't Doylestown. <laughs> you know, this is LA. So you're not gonna bullshit you or you yeah, or, right. or me, uh me.
0: do you think you're uh do you think you fandom of Pro wrestling has helped you in com has, has helped you in comedy, like because because you because you do kind of like to create these characters where whether re- it be whether re- be the racist character or whether it be some of the some of the other characters that you've done in roast battle, like you liked you've sort of developed these.
2: I mean, yeah, because I'm a huge fan of uh, Rick Rude and Rick mm-hmm. Flair and. The promos, like in Montreal last week, we had to do wrestling promos, basically, uh, before each battle, and I right. just, it was awesome, and uh, the whole Comedy Central uh, production team were like, you know, you're the best at these, because I was just channeling, okay, what would Rick Rude say about Tom Ballard, you know, uh, and, and then Jimmy Carr? Like, there's, you know? a, there's a sentence you never thought you'd say to yourself. <laughs>
0: yeah. What would ravishing Rick Rude do? But well,
2: he was the best. <laughs> I at, it was like, awesome. You know, he was like this, uh, he had a great body, and he had a mustache, you know, like the Burt Reynolds mustache, Mm -hmm. and he would just call everyone in the crowd fat slobs, (laughs) and you know, who wants the rude awakening, which was when he would kiss an audience member. (laughs) And, uh, you know, against Jimmy Carr, I did a full-on, like, well, Jimmy Carr, you won last year, but that's because I wasn't in it, brother. And, you know... (laughs) It's, It's all theater. Yeah, I mean, for me, I have to do the theater, like right. the KISS, Bells and Whistles. You know, KISS are average musicians. Right. They would tell you that. Sure, they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But their music, they've, got- they've told us that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: you, you really think they've gotten away with just decent singing abilities, but like a performance that...
2: Have you ever seen KISS live? Yeah.
1: Have you seen it? Oh, now?
0: live, no. I, I've seen obviously tapes of them. Live. I've seen I've seen see
1: videos of of mini Kiss, the right. uh, all dwarf uh, cover band. I,
0: I've seen I, now I have seen mini <laughs> Kiss live. <laughs>
1: and That's I, crazy. And man. I will say they were terrible. <laughs> How
0: dare you? That's my people. <laughs> all right, two of their songs <laughs> were good.
2: I think my favorite Kiss tribute band is they're in Seattle and they all four dress as Gene. <laughs> and they call it jeans Addiction. Uh, okay, well that's just a home pretty run. clever. Yeah. But I mean you, you see Kiss Live and you're like, yeah. This is the greatest band ever. Like, right. Because the the blazers, the, the Pyro and the drummer twirling yeah. sticks that are on fire and that's what I try and do with Roast Battle. I'm not the best. I, out of the 16 people last week in Montreal, I was probably the worst roast writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you have Mike Lawrence. He's won Emmys. Jimmy Carr is like numerous yeah. specials. Mike Lawrence has won Emmys? Uh, for, I, I not, I'm not sure for what, but I know he's won them. Wow. Inside yeah, that makes humor? sense. Uh, no? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sure that's it. Right. Uh, so that, that's the caliber. You know, Tony Hinchcliffe's got a Netflix special. Right. Uh, do, you
1: then, go, do you go into now battles post-Montreal with, like, extra confidence, or are you going to, like, now challenge
2: some people that are... I don't like doing them, so I won't... Ch- okay. I'm like Brock Lesnar. I only do the pay-per-views, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's a re- ah, there we go. So, because I don't like doing them. Like, right. uh, it's I don't like... Well, they are a lot
0: of work. Like, people don't realize that you don't just sit down and be like, all right, so it's four jokes, uh, this one, this one. Yeah. Like, you do... Specificity matters. Yeah, you got to do your research, as we discussed earlier. You got to, like, watch tape. And see yeah. like what what have people talked about before? You don't want to you don't want to repeat a joke that so, that
2: someone else has said about this person or in general. I, I mean, mean uh, I think for Tom Ballard, my first opponent, I had 107 jokes. No and shit, that's on two weeks' time to and do then, four. Yeah, to pick out four good ones. Yeah, uh, uh, five then, if it went to overtime. Right, right, and right. And against Jimmy Carr, because they only had two days' notice, I probably had maybe 30. Uh, none great, but I knew like the way I would present them, it, mm-hmm. it would take me hopefully take me over the edge, and then like for Sarah, it was the finals were the toughest, the live finale because you had to write for I had to write for Sarah. And then I had to write for K Trevor and Mike Lawrence because I didn't know who was going to win. Oh, right, man. so you have to write TV quality jokes for three people on thirty hours' notice. Ugh. So, uh, and that's why
1: comedy is so great because there were some moments I-, I can't remember what joke it was or against what opponent, but where you did one and it just completely and you had had a couple killers right before that, and then you did one and it just kind of fell flat, and you even comment you go. All right, well, fuck. But, well, that All was right?
2: against Jimmy Carr, and it just, you know, you go back now and go, what could I... Uh, I knew he was going to do a Kennedy joke about my family, uh, so he has a situation with his father where they don't get along. I, I mm-hmm. think Jimmy has a restraining order against his dad. Uh, so my joke, has told on live TV, was... Uh, Hey, Jimmy, you look really great, man. In fantastic shape. Uh, all those years running from your dad really paid off. <laughs> Literally, the room went silent. Really? Because yeah. Because I didn't set up you the didn't restraining set up. order. Yeah. Oh, and I And I, 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 I was like, fuck, I've lost the battle. Because it, yeah. di- I mean, I didn't bomb. It like, died. The room. It, it, There's it no, killed no, the room. No response. Yeah. Uh, zero. Not even yeah. a golf clap. Yeah. Cause people, yeah. And then I flubbed the last joke, because, uh, it's you know, live T V is pretty nerve wracking. It is, right? I've never done it. Uh, have you guys done uh, it? Yeah, yeah, I've done it. I mean and but
0: even when like and whether it be something like that or if, if you're going on morning T right. V to promote your shows, you, you still have to remember, Oh yeah, this is this, this is live. Yeah. And sometimes I've like I've started on rants and then i see like the deer in the headlights look from the host like oh my god what is he doing like and then that makes me nervous i'm like wait you're scared should i be scared yeah what like what's happening and
2: it live tv live tv will fuck with you especially for like roast battle because it's an edgy show and like we were comedy central was great that you know we'd send our jokes in uh you know, about two hours before our battles, and they mm-hmm. they pretty much let us say everything. They were like, "Well, you can't say cum but you can say jizz." What? I'm like, huh? <laughs> that's uh, who a weird makes that? That's such a weird differentiation. I, I uh, wait, would love to differentiation. Be a, uh, no, okay. differentiate.
0: I'm not sure. It's too late. But uh, like it's. <laughs> I would love to be there for that meeting. Yeah, like, that was right. is it a discussion? Is it someone like? It's really right, subjective. It's com- come too offensive. What, what, what about jizz? What about splooge? Yeah. Like, what, like they like going down this th- thesaurus mango. of words. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, mango. All right, mango. That's acceptable.
2: Like baby batter. <laughs> <laughs> super glue uh, <laughs> Jeff threw me a line he was trying to get the room going he's like hey Earl what do you think of my outfit and he's live TV I'm yeah. sure I got two battles I gotta do so I'm really not paying attention and I'm like well Jeff uh, your hat looks gay but your outfit says faggot <laughs> and as soon as, yeah. as soon as I started formulating f- I'm like this is live TV but I'm in too deep. Yeah. Yeah, I did they did cut to some nice judge reactions of like oh, And they didn't shit. cut it out. No, they nope. didn't. Oh. No, they left oh. it in. So, amazing.
0: you know, uh But the, and, and and the thing is is people have to remember like for for something like that, that's Jeff Ross putting you on the spot at live TV when people are coming with killer jokes, "Hey, hey, what do you think of my outfit? Be funny." Yeah. Now, you're the the, the thought of What's good for the sensors? What's going to paint me in a positive yeah. light? That's nowhere in your brain. No. All it is is I have to be funny. Yeah, that's and, um, it. That's two it. seconds notice. Right, and, and so I, I I hope people understand that not just for things like roast battle, but when there's a heckler in the audience at, a, at, at, at at a live show, when you're writing a new bit, when you're when you're on a panel show, anything like that, live on the radio. I'm not thinking about how this is going to positively put my career in a good place. I'm just thinking be funny. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm thinking. And I'm going to do my best to be successful at that. So the fact that you got even got anything out and yeah. because like I know I know a lot of people that if Jeff Ross looked at them and said, "Hey, what do you think of my outfit?" they'd be like, "Oh,
2: it's nice. You yeah. look good."
1: Yeah. You got and That's, delivering with confidence is a big big piece. I mean, I guess for stand-up in general, but especially for the roast battle.
2: Well, I mean, Jeff always tries to set me up. We have sure. a great chemistry. Uh you know, even the um, the night of the Jesse Joyce battle, he uh, he kind of criticized how I was looking. You now I had mm-hmm. fucking bright silver pants on and like Nike Moon boots yeah. on. And how could he we,
0: criticize that? Yeah, I
2: mean, come on, I mean, who wouldn't wear silver pants? <laughs> uh, uh, and I'm like, Jeff, it just came to my head. You are the only guy in here who can make Eddie Pepitone look uncreepy. <laughs> It's a real deep reference. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but if but people get, get it, the belly room, they you know, fucking get the it. Eight people that got it. Were yeah, like, you know.
1: Why do you think people love the roast battle so much?
2: Because I think it's there's no shows like it right now uh, that are so yeah. politically incorrect. Uh, you know, it's I think bringing edgy comedy back, and you know when you see you know people like you last year, like mm-hmm. st- like you know comedy stars Ralphie Mae doing it, you know yeah. having the balls to like. That you was know. insane. Props uh, to Steve. Yeah, yeah. props for Steve for even going on. No, like, I mean I'll be honest, and I told him this. I'm like, yeah. you know, it probably wasn't the venue I would have chosen for <laughs> redemption. But uh, you know, the problem, you know, when he maybe, you know, had trouble on his first joke, yeah. a four joke battle. There's just no room to recover, no. right? Uh, yeah, but yeah, especially when you flub the first one, but uh, yeah, it was yeah. tough. Uh, but like I mean, it, he just wanted a national stage, right? Well, he got it. Yeah, absolutely. But he's great. I mean, uh, but that goes to show you how hard roasting is. Here's one of the top comics in the country. Yeah, a and, great comic. Uh, yeah, a, an amazing comic. It's a different skill. It's
0: not, it's it's just like some comics are good with roast jokes. Some could write Twitter jokes. Some are great on Vine, or they can do funny Instagram videos. Some are, like, it's all different skills. It, it, it's not just funny is like, across the board that helps you
2: with, Every like like it's it's different things that you have to develop. Yeah, I mean, some of the better roasters aren't some of the better comics. I mean, there's right. a ranking system. I think they rank a hundred roasters right now. Oh, really? And uh, I mean, I'm number two uh, after my week last week. No shit. <laughs> but uh, there you go. You know, there's also a secret <laughs> headliner ranking. It's like a skull and bones, like. No one mm-hmm. knows how to get on it or who's on it. <laughs> like, I think Tiana's on it, and mm-hmm. rightfully so. She's a killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hinchcliffe's on it. Jesse's yeah. on it. Uh, I think you should have shirts made up. It said, Earl Skakel,
0: I'm number two. Well, yeah, third place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and on the back it says the line. What was the
1: line from your play? We never got to it. Suck it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, no.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So I know That's the Vince McMahon. Uh. Yeah. But can I tell you, uh, the line from my play was, yeah, sure, why not? When and, I was asked if I want cookies,
0: and that and, and
2: got a huge laugh, I got mean, a huge laugh. Probably my last <laughs> applause break. How did you, you, you did a special way? You delivered it. Just yeah, I just kind of shrugged. My it was packed. The uh, not but whatever the hall, church hall, was, right? You know, and uh, I mean, you couldn't move in there. And uh, I just, I'll never forget. I can see it happening right now. And you know, was the person asking you if you wanted cookies like a big cartoony? No, right. it was uh, J- uh, Jennifer Molina and Yvette Alchiler my first two crushes. Hey, and, shout uh, out to them. Yeah, and Jennifer was my first girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I remember kissing her once, and I got a huge boner. Like <laughs> it was like freshman year in high school. She's like, Earl, I think we should sit down. That like, was big, big. I mean, that was when I was like 15. Trust me, I didn't need the pills back then. <laughs> but the coolest thing from Montreal last uh, yeah. week was I'm roasting Tom Ballard and uh, he's amazing, but I started to get the feeling, wow, I think I'm going to win.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: I looked to my left, and someone in the front row had a Skakel Army shirt on. What? It was a ripoff of yeah. the KISS logo. Right. The KISS Army. Yeah. But it said Skakel Army. And I, that, like 16 years of shitty gigs and no success. To look over and see that, I was like, wow, man, this is pretty neat. That's incredible. That's awesome, man. And then hey. I fell asleep an hour later. <laughs>
1: no parting for you
2: no you couldn't it was work for me like you know I don't know what Jimmy Carr did I'm sure he hit galas and he had a lot of shows too and I don't know what Tom Ballard did and you know Hinchcliffe and uh, you know Olivia and Kay Trevor they were probably you know hanging out but I was like I'm not getting embarrassed on TV no because that's you have to have you have to
0: and that's your first time on TV at at that point like yeah um, yeah I mean that kind of Real Rob
2: yeah uh, Real Rob on Netflix there you go and uh, <laughs> yeah, I wish people could see you raise your eyebrows. Yeah, like, oh, Rob, yeah. you know, he didn't have to put me in that. He's, you know, he put his friends, you know, like mm-hmm. Jeff Richards and, uh, you know, m- many other comics on it. So uh, I'm thankful for that. And, you know, bench warmers, Nick Swartz, and, like, yeah. threw me a bone.
1: Well, it's not your your last
2: TV appearance. I hope not. But, it's not.
1: You know, nah, man. Nah. You're, the, you People can tell. And also, that's something that's... Uh, definitely not going to be the only run of that. Like it, w- Watching it, it was like, man, it was kind of m- mind-blowing how awesome the show. My mom was in town. She watched it. She fucking loved it. She's 67 years old. And it's like it really pops the whole strength of the show. And I just feel like you'll be involved with it more so after that. And also, even you talking about like Ad Midnight. There's there's so many now. The Roast Battle, what it's done is, is show that there isn't just one way to do uh, a comedy show, but a stand-up show, something that involves joke telling and uh, writing and I feel like you know you're a creative dude like
2: you know take advantage of these comedy central relationships and oh yeah I mean uh, it's uh, just need to uh, you know I and my spots at the store have been earlier too. There you Whoa, go. I had a midnight spot up. the other night. Hey, I, actually, hey. I was like in front of people. I'm like, oh fuck. Not dude, one, I got one thirty. This is no. But I'm. You know, let me say this. I'm happy with one thirty spots. Sure. When you go of at the time, 14 years of nothing. Yeah. Uh, one thirty spot is like, hey, this is great. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people should be more grateful. A thousand percent there. Not just there, but the fact. I don't know what it's like at the factory, mm-hmm. but you know, the improv. It's like. You know, people should be lucky to get on potluck tomorrow night at the store. You've got a thousand fucking comics now trying to get in there and development spots and just be, be more appreciative, man. There it is. Well, I mean, and you're a guy that
0: now that things are starting to get going for you, like no, no one really, no, no one looks at you like ah fucking Earl. Like, like you, we've seen you grinding, yeah, as hard as you've been working, and we've seen all the effort that you've been putting into, whether it be rose battle or your spots or whatever, or just just making yourself available. And now to see you like. Get this, and and we're all excited of what it's going to lead to, man. The, 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 this is really cool that it's that it's happening to one of the nicest
2: guys Brad that put your dick regularly away. uses N word right? ever. Jesus, oh, I'm jacking <laughs> off. I don't say the N word, by the way. In I know public, you don't. It's just... In public. <laughs> You should see me when I'm playing Madden alone. <laughs> Catch the ball, you fucking <laughs> Earl, thank you so much Thanks, for coming man. on, man. Oh, thank you. You guys are the best, man. No, so. this, was,
1: this was awesome. And uh... <laughs> yeah. this
2: Is this where I plug my Twitter account? <laughs> no, we'll do all that at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, did we? No, we will do yeah. that at the beginning, oh, okay. in the intro. In the beginning Unless, of what? The, oh, there'll be an oh, intro yeah.
1: for the podcast. Oh, Unless you yeah. want to. Is there anything you want to plug right now, though, that's coming up? This will uh, air tomorrow. Just my ass. Alright, see
2: Earl what? Skakel's ass You should have edited that part out Wait, wait, you're 47, do you use butt plugs? Uh, <laughs> no, I use uh, wine corks <laughs> Why do I feel like you're not lying? No, I don't uh, delve yeah. into the ass uh, Too weird, right? I've had anal sex once uh, was, That was enough it's just, That's where shit is manufactured, man <laughs> Dude,
1: that's my whole thing, man
2: I don't care how clean you are. Yeah, guess You're
1: what? Sh- it's not clean enough.
2: Yeah, not for me. Uh, oh, guess I,
1: what? You didn't shit that hour? like yeah. You know?
2: Yeah, and you know, it's like you can get the Continels, you can get the toilet paper with the grooves in it, like golf clubs. <laughs> uh, you can stick a water uh, fire truck water <laughs> thing up your ass. There's uh, still going to be shit up there. <laughs> There's nothing you can do that will remove 100% of the shit. <laughs> I had a girl lick my ass once. <laughs> <laughs> Why
0: did you start the podcast with that?
2: I know for twenty minutes. <laughs> for twenty minutes, we right my ass. Like, she did
0: a comedy store. We spot. went right into
2: death. We skipped the yeah. ass licking. Right stories. into my mom's for my mom's size of her pussy. To, uh, this is a nice yeah, bookend. You're, right. End. you're right. Yeah. All right, and she's licking my ass for like twenty minutes, and then she tries to kiss me. I'm like, you gotta be kidding. <laughs> so I kissed her. And, and, uh, Get
1: out, everybody. <laughs> SHOW! Only day. (laughs)